You have reached Antioch Speak. <laughs> Live reporting from my, my dining room. <laughs> yeah. So you have a covenant that God makes with King David that there would be a king that would reign on his throne forever. Somewhere along the line, people have taken women, honor men, and, you know, obeying men and has twisted it to such a distorted thing that women don't have as much value. In um, she said she, was, she wasn't having a, a panic attack over something bad that happened. She was freaking out because, like, God spoke to her. And um, the Lord told her, I had a vision of me standing before a crowd and preaching the gospel to a bunch of people and people getting saved. Success, like thinking that success will fulfill the emptiness in you and success will make you feel worthy and it will give you worth and in, in a sense like I believe God wants us to be successful but success doesn't mean money, it doesn't mean women or men or designer bags or billion dollar homes or you know a bunch of zeros in your bank account because people can say oh I serve a church but they can serve it without having their heart in it they can serve it for the image of serving a church there's a difference between I've learned over between watching my parents serve watching other people serve and just serving in different churches and in different environments that it's a lot to do with the heart of the person and how they come off and how they serve. AntiochSpeaks.com. Check in. Every day, new podcast coming. Can't wait to see you there. This call is being recorded. Did you hear that? Yo. I did hear that. It sounded That's like you, you know. like throwing your voice saying it, but it is. That's why you've never you never believed it was actually happening because you thought I was just throwing my voice. No, I've never actually heard that, but that's actually that actually sounded like you throwing your voice, like try to sound like a robot or something. It's funny. Anyways, what's oh, up, man? You never responded. You didn't respond to me. I don't know if I was supposed to do show prep or what. So I don't know what's going on. Well, obviously, there's a lot going on. I mean, first things first, you know. Obviously, uh, you know, Joe Biden has two more summers. Um, he's got yeah. you know, $4.50 a gas now. And the myriad of different excuses from, you know, for one, go buy yourself an electric car and stop complaining about the price of gas, to it's Ukraine's fault, even though literally right before no, Russia. No, it's Russia's fault. It's Russia's fault, not Ukraine. We wouldn't want to blame one of our allies. We're blaming our enemy because that makes well, that that gives everybody that emotional response, you know. But you know, I feel like if Ukraine would just lay down, you know, their rights and their life over to Russia, it would all go back to normal, right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. If they just really- if they would just if they would just turn in their firearms, everything would be fine for Ukraine. And, and then my favorite topic is <laughs> one year ago, we were, we or you, you know, even less, we were willing to go to all extremes to save the life of our neighbor. Um, w- one of those extremes was, you know, let your business just crash. Small business, yeah. restaurants, movies, uh, vacation sites, planes, cruises, everything could go into the garbage for your neighbor's life because, you know, less than uh, 0.4% of the population was at risk of possibly dying if you did not Well, that's, I mean, stop that's clearly their, that's their thing. And I don't know how, I mean, I guess I do know how, but I don't, I, it's hard for me to, 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 to see how they get away with it. I mean, it's the thing, so with, with COVID, it was you have to do this, this, and this because point, you know, point nine percent of people are dying, and it's the same thing with their their pro-choice arguments, right? Well, what about the the point point eight percent of people who ha- who get abortions because they're raped? I, I mean, they don't say it that way, like they don't say it that way for COVID. But that's, I mean, if you break down their argument, I mean, that's what they're arguing for. They're arguing for the point eight percent. 
the same thing with 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 uh, the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus. I, I don't want I don't want to miss a a, a, a letter you, in there. You but. do it that way. Yeah, I, I don't want you to act like you're not <laughs> messing that up on purpose. You are. <laughs> Anyways, but say they they. I mean. When when this whole debate starts, or you know, let's get farther into it. Let's say let's say five six years ago, when we're talking about it, and we're they don't have these rights, and they don't have this, and they don't have that. I mean, you're still talking about at the time like one point two percent of the population, or something like that. And it's this whole thing where like you have to like I have to give up my rights, or I have to give up this, or I have to give up that in order to appease like the very very smallest percent of 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 the population or whatever and it's like that's really not how and then they want to tout democracy or whatever whatever well i mean in a true democracy that ain't the way it works but even in a republic like we are it's still not the way it works because we are we have democratically elected representatives that represent us in our republic so it moving mountains for that one percent isn't the way it's supposed to work we're not we're not jesus we're not we're not going back for the one you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, okay we're not leaving the 99 to go back for the one that's not what that's not how we're structured but okay. so I, I don't get it. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What so, talking about? No, I I get it. And and this is so one of my thoughts is the first the first thing I do want to talk about is Roe versus Wade with you because it's the most recent. Um, yeah. Obviously, between you and I, and I see younger people's eyes just glaze over when I say this, but I'm going to say this to you and see what you say is. There was a while back, maybe five, six years ago, we were having dinner or lunch uh, in a little Thai food restaurant. It was you and I. Uh, and I, I think you were single at the time, and I was single at the time, but we were, we were doing our thing trying to, trying to figure that out. And we were having a good time with the Trump election. Do you remember that? Yeah. He was running well, like against after, Hillary. Like right after, right after he was elected or – before it was right before he got elected. It was. Right, we're, I mean, we're, 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 it was 2015, I, maybe I guess. October. I, I think. I think we. I think you can agree with me on this when when I say that me and you have done this before. This whole like conversation that we're having right now, recorded or whatever. We've done this before on on a on a computer at your apartment, and we talked about a whole myriad of freaking topics, and then. A man comes along running a campaign that sounded a whole hell of a lot like we did in those our, our little. Because we did, we had a radio station. Our, our, you know, I had yeah. a little radio station in in, in uh, Ackworth, and uh, and that was fun. And now, you know, I I want to make podcasts, and I want to I want to do this, and, and and we've had these conversations, and I I remember sitting across from you. And it was fun because the debates were wonderful. He said in one debate she was attacking him about his conservatism, racism, bigotry. And he just came back with, if you elect her, she wants to kill babies. Do you remember that? It, it was like a... I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a very, he just said things very like, you kill, she'll kill your babies. So we were having fun with that, and they caught an audio of him with one of the bushes. Of saying some yeah. locker room talk, and you and I said it's over. We said, "Oh gosh, he's not. There's no way he can yeah. win." There was, there was several times during that election cycle that we were like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this is over." <laughs> I it's remember that. Over. He cannot yeah. win. The only way that Donald Trump could win after it was on audio that he said women would just let him accost them at any moment he wanted to assault them. He could do whatever because women just loved it because of who he was or whatever. We, you and I looked at each other and was like, oh, gosh, that's, this is over. No, no uh, Ted Cruz could not have been recorded saying that and weathered it. Literally no other politician in our lifetime could be recorded saying something like that and, and win or, no, and even stay in the election, much less win. 
Well, I'm, I think Herman Cain in the pre in the previous election, he he bowed out and he really didn't even do the things they were saying, and he quit. Yeah. Um, it was just the, the accusations. He didn't want to put his family through it, so he just yeah, yeah. bowed out. There was no and proof. It's what we they had got an audio. This it's man they literally did say it. Like, it literally was said. Yeah. He basically said on an audio, I am not faithful to my wife. I have very little respect for women. Like, it, I mean, he, yeah. he was caught on audio being completely belligerent. Yeah, and here's the thing is that they have gotten so used to being able to bring out these little even even on like like you said with Herman Cain bringing out these accusations whether they're you know, whether they're you know true or not they just bring out these accusations and Republicans fold and it's it's a time it's a time tested um, way of going about things that they have just done and done and done and done and done and and. Republicans, and I'm going to say we because I vote Republican, so I'm saying we just bow down to it and just, you know, bow out of races, make apologies, this, that, and the other thing, and then it comes out that, that it really didn't happen or something like that, but the damage is already done. That wasn't Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump wasn't bowing down to any of it. So, totally. one of the reasons I, I love the guy. <laughs> you said we because you said Republican, and I... I... Let these topics, um, but you know me, I'm pro-choice. You know I, I, I get when you take me to something and I might have an opportunity to speak on a topic. You have no idea where I'm going to land, based on the fact that. But I will say we, when it comes to Christianity as well, religious-wise, we we are Christian conservatives. Like, and, and Christian conservatives have a hard time with these accusations. And Trump said, you know what, we're going to roll with it. You know, and Melania said, you know what, I want to stand by my husband while we roll with it. This this whole dynamic of let's just push through everything they say about me until it was, it was but I will say this, it was nothing short of an absolute miracle that he won that election with everything that was in front of us as we were headed into that, that November, yeah. that November. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. For absolutely sure. Absolutely sure. I mean, this woman is so powerful to this day. The Clintons yeah. are so powerful. They have long, long like, lists of dead people from Arkansas all, she's all on the, the right. White House. She's given interviews today or yesterday bashing Clarence Thomas and talking about how he was, you know, uh, uh, a grievance person while he was in, like, a parent. She tried to say that she knew him in law school or some or some something like that, and he was this and that and the other thing. And I was listening to Clay and Buck, and they, I mean, if you if you ask anyone, anyone around the Supreme Court, you know, whether it be law clerks, whether it be other justices, whether it be the freaking janitor, they will all tell you that Clarence Thomas is one of the best people they've ever met. He is the right. most loved, most beloved Supreme Court justice currently, if not of, uh, of all time, in, in that. So for her to come out and do that, but the thing is, is that she is so powerful that she can come out and say these things, and the media will, will track it for her and go and take it, take it to as far as they can take it and, and completely ruin or try to ruin Clarence Thomas's name. And the funny thing is, is they've already tried it and he still made it on the court. It's amazing to me how quickly they'll go after a black man if he doesn't tow the freaking company line. You know what I'm saying? It's tantamount, right, right. To, it's tantamount to a slave breaking his chain somehow and running away from a plantation. And then they catch up with him. To me. Is very profound. And first, I want to I want to say this. I want to plug more landscapes. If you if you need uh, anybody to uh, to do your landscapes, <laughs> you need to call more landscapes. I appreciate that. That that yeah. phone number is that phone number is four. That phone number is four zero four 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 two zero two nine. I only work in a smart area though, so please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I, this is this is you know, and I also want to say 
you know, this, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Language First, where we watch our language as if it was the actual radio. <laughs> I just really? Say that uh, yeah, I guess I did, didn't I? I said freaking a little while to. ago. I think it's important <laughs> that we do. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to put those things out there. So, and, and saying what you just said is so profound because if you were me, and I, or no, if you were Borat and you just came here from Kazakhstan, you would believe that the conservative party is the ones that want to, uh, quote unquote, put them back in chains. But you just made a statement that made it sound like the Confederacy may have been a Democrat platform. Maybe. I mean, maybe if you if you if you track if you track the Democrat Party back, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we are I, but, we are just two you know white guys, you know heterosexual white men having this conversation. So the the privilege Christian, that we're Christian, behind, Christian, yeah, Christian, yeah. Christian. I mean, our privilege is overflowing, so we got to be careful to have empathy here. But I think it's historical fact that the Confederacy was a Democrat Party platform. I, I'm pretty sure. It was the Confederacy that had shotguns at the toll booths when black Americans attempted to vote Republican. I, I think that's fact. I think it's historical fact. I mean, h- historically up until, and I don't know the exact year, but um, historically, like, black people voted Republican. The first, you know, you know, the first black people who voted, voted Republican. And, you know, they thought, talk about, you know, people switched over and, to the different party and this, that, and the other thing. And, I mean, I, I, I've yet to see somebody who has tracked that as a, and shown me that it is actual fact that the party switched. I mean, I think there you was, know, like, Dinesh, three. Dinesh D'Souza tracked that, and he showed the actual switch of, of what it was, and then Obama had him arrested for campaign finance laws. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there was, like, I think there was, like, three or four that switched from either Democrat to Republican or Republican to Democrat. I mean, it just, it just, I mean, what really if, happened was, if, is your they, party, they, if your party leader can use his position to get you arrested on a campaign finance law, simply because you disagree with his uh, stuff, you're not with the revolution that you, you're with the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I sometimes I wonder if he's still not leading the party. If Barack Obama is still not the leader party i mean but i mean we we know that we know that from what krs1 told us that there's somebody leading both so it doesn't well good point krs1 hey (laughs) if you're gonna if you're gonna go anywhere for some real hard truths about life in american culture you need to go and hit american hip-hop these men and women know real life american culture and what's happening Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I guess, I guess, do I use the word correct if I say I digress? Yeah. Okay. I digress. I mean, you, you, we completely, completely Left. skewed Left. off Left. a point, and then we the come right. back to, like, I digress means I'm going back to my original point. Correct. Anyways, sorry, go ahead. So here's my original, back to my original point is it was nothing short of a miracle of God that he won that election. Yeah. I, I believe they cheated. I believe they also cheated in that election, and, and he still won. I think, I think yeah. why they got so angry when he won is because they, they knew they were a shoe in to win because they were going to cheat, and they still lost. And, it, and it's, why they had to, it's why they had to cheat even harder in 2020. Okay, okay, well, we're getting – hey, that's another topic we, for another day. We only have so much time <laughs> my in this life. <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> Another Dinesh D'Souza movie uh, that Joe Biden could get him arrested for. But I, I mean, yeah, is, it still could happen. My friend said, we were playing cards the other night, and my friend said to me uh, that Joe Biden was responsible for America's divisive, you know, racial tension. And I said, man, that's, that's uh, you know, how are you going to blame the current president? He's been the president for almost two years. How are you going to blame him for our, for all the divisiveness? And he goes, this man has been in politics for almost 60 years. Fact. And he, he listed off some different laws that Biden got behind, some different quotes that Biden has said. 
And I, I, I went, oh, my gosh, is this, for the first time in my adult life, I think you might be right, the American president is actually responsible <laughs> for our racial tension. But well, I, I, mean, I, I, think, I think Barack Obama did a lot to fan those flames. And, and, and it's what so – I think it's what's so sad to me about Barack Obama's presidency is, I mean, I'm – you know, I, I – let me say this. I love Martin Luther King. I don't know if you've ever actually listened to Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Like, it is, it is art. It is amazing. It is an amazing speech. And My thing is, if you listen to the whole thing, it sounds like a Christian conservative. Yeah, it really does. But it's an amazing speech. And the fact that his his dream came like full to fruition with, with the election of Barack Obama. I mean, every it, it, it showed that, that a black man can reach the highest levels in our government, in our country, whatever, whatever. And he used his platform to divide. And when he could have done something... He could have done something that no other president before him was able to do, and that was bring us together racially. He could have done that. Maybe not completely, whatever, but he could have done no, I mean, it. Taken, yeah, he could have taken huge strides towards bringing us together racially, and he chose not to because it isn't, it's not helpful for the Democrat Party if we come together racially, it hurts their party platform. If we as a nation come together along racial lines. So he couldn't, he, what he had to do was because black man, white man, whatever, Barack Obama first is a freaking liberal. First and foremost, he's a liberal. And what he had to do was, the liberal line which is built on racial division the democrat party's platform is built on division division between races division between sexes the division between you know gays and straights and division between this that is what their platform is built on and if you break that down republicans will win in perpetuity and so he couldn't, you know, he couldn't do what he should have done. That's why when people ask me, you know, how did I feel about a black man being elected president, blah, 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 back when that happened, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm happy that it happened. For me, I would have preferred it be an Allen West or a Herman Cain. But, yeah, but it wasn't. The, the Democrats become more racist than when you offer a, 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 a conservative minority. When you offer any conservative minority, all of a sudden Democrats become... You know what I would like to see is how bigoted Democrats are if you offered up a conservative homosexual. Yeah. I mean, it'd be... I mean, and I mean, I mean, we're like, best that, that doesn't exist. Bullshit, man. Uh, Guy it Benson does. is on it the radio. Exists. Yeah. Guy Benson is on the radio three hours every freaking afternoon, and he is an openly gay man. I did not and know that. I listen to him every day. Nor did I care. I, I really don't care. But I didn't no. know. That. Yeah. And so it's like the thing is, is we we don't care. I don't care what you do in the comfort of your own home, who you love, what you do. I, I, it affects my life in no way, in no way whatsoever. What I care about is when you're pushing it on, when you're pushing it into. When you're trying to make it look like it's more prevalent than A, more prevalent than it is, and B, more prevalent than heterosexualism. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you right. try to make yeah. it look like homosexuality is, like, the, the predominant sexual orientation in the country or in the world, and it's just not. That's nothing against homosexuals. It's nothing, against, eh, nothing for heterosexuals. But... The, the numbers bear out that it is no, in no way, shape, or form even close to what the majority of people's sexual preference is. So when you try to push it as it is the majority, it, I, I get a little irritated about that. But still, at the end of the day, it doesn't affect me at all. It's not a platform. No. It, honestly, I don't think it's a platform the Republicans should even run on. 
Like, I, I just don't think it should be. I think I, I think we do and more harm to our party than good. I want to table this topic for this conversation because it's going to come up. You, you sent me a text yesterday that, that made me curious about what that was. It's an insight of something that I don't think I had any aware of, and I want, I want to get to that in a second. Oh, but about, before we about Texas? Move on, yeah. Yeah, and before we move on to that, I want to, I want to stop right here for a second and say this. It's no short of a miracle Donald Trump was elected. I remember when uh, some people called me, you know, and thought that it was going to be the end of the world, that Barack Obama in 2008 was the Antichrist. He was the, he was the prince of two countries and, and blah, 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 blah. And uh, those same people were saying, oh, the Lord put Trump in office. And I'm, you know, at the time, do you remember when people were saying that? Remember us giggling? You and I giggled at the idea that the Lord put Trump in office. Do you remember that? Yeah. So this man who openly, you know, has infidelity, you believe the Lord has put him there. He can't quote the Bible. He's not a big reader of the Bible. I'm at, now, you know, I, I, I quote what he said, but I don't know how I don't know how well you are with the editing and the and the the bleep button. So I'll just I'll leave it. No, open. no, no. I, no. But like I said, we're not going to. Uh, yeah. Everybody knows what it was. No one doesn't not know what it was. Yeah, everybody, uh, and, everybody's got it. And they say, you know, God put this man here. And I said, well, I don't think so. I think the American people put him there. I think the American people fought hard. But I'm looking back now today in 2022, in the summer of 2022, and I'm looking back on all of this, and I'm going, Trump did some things, man, that if Hillary was in his position, they wouldn't have happened. No. And one of those things was to appoint Brett Kavanaugh. Uh who else did he appoint? He appointed a woman. Do you remember that woman? What Amy, was that woman's name? Amy Comey. Amy Comey. Comey Barrett or Amy Comey Barrett? I don't know exactly. Yeah. So yeah. She's a she's a Supreme Court justice. And then they and he, pushed and, through one, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, man. And it was funny about you saying that because I was just reading the thing today, and the Dems right now are bash. Well, not all, but some of them on Twitter bashing Barack Obama and bashing the late uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg because, and they are directly blaming them for what happened with this Roe v. Wade thing because, because Ruth Bader Ginsburg could have stepped down while Barack, while Obama was in office. And here's the, and and this is, and this is what I go back to. And they're pissed that Obama didn't try to push through um, uh, Merrick Garland uh because of whatever whatever and um because of the precedent that set because he was trying to push Merrick Garland through in an election year and you know in 2000 you know 2016 or whatever and the Republicans said you can't do that that there's been a long time standing tradition in in this body that if you're in an election year which is the last year of your pres- presidency you know, trying to push through a Supreme Court justice isn't what you do because it should be, you know, the person who's elected. Now, if they elect a Democrat, the Democrat can go right ahead and push it through and it's whatever, whatever. But they didn't. And I think, we'll touch on the RBJ thing. I, I think that it always goes back in my mind to the arrogance of the Democrat Party thinking that, that once they win elections, they're never going to lose them again. They gain power and think they're never going to lose it again. And but it happens cheating, every time. The cheating is no reason to not think so. Yeah. They do so much cheating, I understand why they have the false belief they're going to win all the time. It's true. I mean, but, I mean let's, let's be real honest. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be a devil's advocate here. Like, Republicans cheat, too. Like, politicians cheat in elections. Well, that's why it, it I just, say it just happens. There's so much. Uh, there's so much cheating going on that yeah, of course Republicans are going to catch it too and, and cheat as well. Okay, so yeah. Now we fast forward 2022. This Supreme Court has decided that Roe vs. Wade should be overturned. Do you know what Roe vs. Wade is? <clears throat> so, not completely. I know that <clears throat> uh, there was a law. Uh, against abortion in some state, and um, I don't know if a lady got an abortion or was trying to get an abortion, and 
they they ended up you know taking taking this court case um i guess she was suing the state or suing somebody or whatever i don't know and took it all the way to the supreme court where the supreme court ruled erroneously in my opinion in my opinion erroneously that the right to abortion was covered under the right to privacy which is in the 14th amendment i believe um was under the right to privacy which i don't i feel like it's a leap i feel like it's a really 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 huge leap to to to, to bond those two together but that court that supreme court made that leap um and it, so it became precedent. And what happens with, with court precedent, we treat it as law. I don't know why, but we treat it as law in this country because and I, I, I do know why, because it says that like you have to, you basically have to treat it as law because if, if you put a law that goes against it, it's just going to go up to the Supreme court and get shot down again. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you yeah. might as well treat so this, it, as, might as well just treat it as law. So this Roe versus anyway. Wade was not a law. It wasn't legislation that was voted on passed and made uh-huh. a federal law that no. what that that we should all just have open free cheap abortions covered by taxpayers and i mean what what is roe versus wade is that is that the reason planned parenthood was able to receive taxpayer money no that's illegal <laughs> so so what is the deal i i i'm literally well, asking I mean, you I, now let's, because let's, I want let's, go, to know, right, let's, let's go into right, it. in the world right, so, so, did what what did Roe vs. Wade do? And when it got Roe over Wade said, and I, I'll even use I'll even use the liberal speak on it. Roe versus Wade gave quote unquote constitutional protection to women who want to get an abortion and for doctors who who uh do a, give abortion. And they did it under the fourteenth amendment. They did it so under the Fourteenth Amendment. They said, they said the Fourteenth Amendment, constitutionally through the right to privacy, constitutionally uh, gives rights for women or constitutionally protects women to be able to make decisions with their own body, like abortion. Okay, which on face, it, it, I I think it's a big leap, but it, it, you can see where the leap is made. You know what I'm saying? It, you can see where the leap is made. I think it was a little bit, a, a little bit of a, and, and that's the whole thing is Roe v. Wade was a precedent that was done under somebody else's interpretation of a certain amendment, which the thing about the court is, is the court is supposed to go on what is written in the, in the Constitution. It, what, if it's, it, what does it say? What does the Constitution say? And the yeah. fact that, and the fact that the Constitution does not say anything about abortion, and there were abortions happening during that time when the Constitution was written, and they were they were frowned upon, anyways. But it doesn't say it doesn't it didn't say in there that they should be illegal. Here's the big thing, though. Since Roe versus Wade, since that ruling came down, there has been countless years where there was a Democrat-controlled House, Senate, and Presidency. And during any of those times, they could have solidified Roe versus Wade as a law. And they didn't do it. So basically now that it's been overturned, a state like Mississippi is able to prosecute any doctor who kills a baby if they see fit? Whatever their law says. And to, to particularly, let's talk about Mississippi, because Mississippi is the, is the actual case that, that went before the Supreme Court this time and got this overturned. Um, Mississippi made a law that said that you can't have an abortion after 16 weeks. Um, unless there was a, there was, you know, um, something had to do with the mother's health or, you know, there was a direct threat to the mother's health and she could die, blah, blah, blah. Which is, which I want to say, that's the language in every law that I've looked at since this ruling came I know. down. My, do you know my daughter called me this morning and she was pro-life many years ago and now she's pro-choice because pro-life is black and white. And the minute that you find any chink in your pro-life belief, you become pro-choice. 
pro-choice is a very wide statement. You say I'm pro-choice because, man, (laughs) you can't send people to Mexico to get abortions. They're going to do it. Like I, I, yeah. I, I don't see it stopping Americans from getting abortions. It's not that's not a realistic yeah. thing. So they're going to do dangerous so, stuff to get to it. So you can't be pro life all the way. That's too black and white. So the, um, but so the Mississippi then I think law, there's people who are pro abortion and they just want to kill all the kids in foster systems and kill all the poor kids and kill all the kids with single parents and, and you know what? Kill all the men. Um, yeah. And then there's somewhere in the middle. There's this great pro-choice community that's like, well, I'm not going to get an abortion ever, and I wouldn't teach anyone to do that, and I think it's terrible. Um, you know, I think abortion is awful, but yeah. I'm not sure I can be so strict on the line of pro-life. Like, I feel like, oh, gosh, I don't, I don't yeah. know. And, and However, the, And that's the thing is, like, and I, here's a story as I tell it um, of my – quote unquote transformation to being quote unquote pro choice. Um probably hell fucking ten fifteen freaking ten fifteen years ago now. Did you I, hey, wait, did you just come? Hey I did, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I, I gotta go um, I gotta sit through thirty minutes of this to try to find <laughs> it and, and, and get rid remove it. And edit it out. So here's the thing. I, I caught I caught kinda caught myself and re- reworded it. But anyways, um so I was working at this company and um, I had a friend, a guy that I knew that worked there, I consider him a friend. Um, and he was very, very pro-life. And I was, I was there, but not, not, I mean, not like him. Like, he was, like, very, like, rah, 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 pro-life. Like, like even in rape, incest, any, anything. It doesn't matter. You know, you shouldn't kill a baby. Okay. And, you know, we have long talks about this or whatever, whatever. And he comes into me one morning. And um, he just looks at me and he's like, man, I had a conversation last night. He said, and at his time, at the time, his daughter was, he had a daughter that was 15, 16 years old. And he looks at me, he's like, man, like, if today my daughter got raped and got pregnant, I don't think I could force myself to force her to have that baby. Or if she wanted to have an abortion, I don't think I could bring myself to, to try to stop her. There's a gray area, you know what I'm saying? The gray area has just shown up. Is that, is that, yeah, like, it, there is a gray area. And, and, and that's the thing. A lot of our laws live in the gray area. And so, like, that's, that's I, I, I think, yeah, I think that these laws are, are, you know, that's why laws aren't just, like, one line. None of our laws ha- are just one line. There, there are multiple yeah. lines with multiple caveats in them and shit like that, and that's the way it should be. Ah, because... you're killing me with it. Listen, Sorry, man. the Sorry. name of this show is Language First. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Thought I, was, I, I Never mind. Um, I thought I was only Joe Rogan for a minute. What we need to do is you and I need to sit down and take a vocabulary class so you can find other words. You, you know... <laughs> The funny thing is, man, is, is if you really know me, um, like, and you know my background, you know my parents, like, you know that I grew up, like, I have a very extensive vocabulary just because of, like, my mom was an English major and, like, she beat it into me, like, whatever. And so I have a very extensive vocabulary. It's just I feel like some words help with emphasis, and so I use them. <laughs> but, um, sure, but anyway. Neil Bortz was a mother. genius at it. Sean Hannity is good at it. I mean, you have mm-hmm. got to go listen to these men. Uh, Russ Limbaugh, you know, R.I.P. He how, was so good at singing something how long, else. How long have I been doing this? What? Like 30 minutes? Like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been a guy that's been doing it for like, decades. Just like with anything else, if I beat this into your head, maybe you'll get it quicker, I hope. I hope. Hey, I hope man, so. that's, that's, that's the plan. And I, you just follow through with that plan. But, anyways, look, what I was saying was is that I don't. There are definitely there, there are gray areas in in most of our laws, and there are caveats within those the, the writings of those laws that that kind of cover uh, you know certain aspects of things. And I, I feel like that's how that's how abortion law should be written. I don't think that abortion should be used as a form of birth control. I just I don't think that that that's not nobody who 
I, I don't feel like that's a that's a, a, a terrible outlandish stance to take. I mean, I don't think, and I mean, if you want to have laws that say you can only have this many abortions within, you know, your lifetime or whatever, I mean, fine, let's do something. I, I just think, I, I don't know what the number is. Last I looked, it was like 600 and something thousand abortions a year in this country. Like, 350,000 of them are black Americans. There's only 350 yeah. million black Americans. The percentage of black American babies being killed is higher than who died off COVID. And at the end of the day, when you look back, look at the situation, there's only 12 to 13, maybe 15% black Americans of that 350 yeah. million. We are, we are aborting entirely too many black Americans. It is literally generational or genetical like genocide it's like genocide it's like it's like killing off yeah. a, a specific sect it's like a targeted well, sect it's 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 gross i mean i uh, let, let's talk about why because when 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 planned parenthood came into to existence I, I know many people know this but i mean margaret sanger the person who who founded planned parenthood like she, there are writings from her who she talks about weeding out the Mongol race, talking about black people. And like, this is like what her plan was. This was her planned parenthood was to weed out the, the lesser of, of these. And, and she saw that as black people. And I, I don't understand why people back something that can be easily, very, very easily traced back to something that's so racially reprehensible as this, but they do, they trace it back and they say, and so let's get back to, hold on, you asked a question earlier that I, I didn't get a chance to touch on um, about what Roe v. Wade does and is this why Planned Parenthood gets to have money and blah, blah, blah. And I said, that's illegal. And you laughed and we didn't go back to it. Here's the thing, man, is that there's a thing called the Hyde Amendment that a lot of people don't know about. And it was back, it, okay. it came into play back in the 60s or 70s. Um, and the Hyde Amendment specifically says, regardless of abortion law, federal funds, federal taxpayer dollars cannot be used to fund that abortion. So are you so, denying that Planned Parenthood used tax funders? taxpayers money that is what they try to do because what they try to say is well that money that we get that money doesn't go towards abortion and i'm like and anybody who knows even the who keeps asking me to pay his phone bill oh yeah when i pay his phone bill that doesn't go to alcohol that doesn't go to crack okay when I, crack addict, when I pay for the, that crack addict's phone, I don't pay for his crack. I pay for his phone. Anybody with the smallest knowledge of economics understands that money is fungible, and it can go, you know, if you have a, a collective amount of money, it's easily, you can put it in, it's how, it's how people manipulate the tax code, it's all that kind of stuff, because you can move money around and make it look like it came from over here, that it's being used for over here. fact of the matter is, is all the money together is used for all of these things. So when you give, let's just throw a number on it. If you give Planned Parenthood $300 million a year and their budget is $600 million a year and $300 million of that is used for abortion, it means that, that three, if you took that $300 million away from them, they wouldn't be able to afford the amount of abortions they do, period. And they would actually have to use either, they'd have to, what, what Planned Parenthood would have to make a decision as to whether they're going to actually be Planned Parenthood, planned, let's, let's look at the freaking name. Planned. Good night. Nice catch this time. Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. That, like, in the name, it's, it's such a misnomer because it, in the name, it makes you think that they help people plan out a pregnancy and plan out how, how this is going to affect their life and how they're going to be parents. Is, it, when you hear that name, isn't that the kind of reaction it, it evokes in you? That, that that's what they're, they're there to do? 
Yeah. And so, but it's not. I'm sorry. People talk about, well, Planned Parenthood does so much more, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, I mean, if you look at it, you know, a, and they, 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 they do like 300,000 abortions a year. Like, that doesn't sound to me. That, that's half. That's half of our total yeah. abortions a year. About half of them are done through Planned Parenthood. That doesn't sound yeah. to me like you have something else that you that you perform. When you, in fact, I talked to somebody about Planned Parenthood just the other day, and I told them that you know Planned Parenthood they they offer like they offer gynecological services, they offer you know um, birth control, they offer uh, um, uh, ultrasounds for pregnant women and stuff like that, and they're like what? I thought Planned Parenthood, like, that, that's where you go to get abortion. And I was like, see, that's the problem, is it's primarily what they do. But people can argue against defunding Planned Parenthood because they do offer other services. It's just not what they, they're primarily there for. And so you're telling even, me, basically, is I can sell crack and get taxpayer money as long as I offer some recovery services at the same time. Probably, yes. I mean, if you sold it, right? You'd have to sell it, right? If you have the right lobbyist, if you have the right lobbyist on your payroll, then yes, yes, I believe that you could get that done. The whole reason we're talking about this is I want to make a statement that is a little bit, uh, a little bit polarizing, a little bit crazy, uh, a little bit... Um, I think the Lord elected Donald Trump for four years. <laughs> I think God put him there, man. I think yeah, I'm sold I, out that, that God, and I think yeah. Roe versus Wade, it sounds like to me, Roe versus Wade is protecting the states from the federal government again. Um, am, I, am I wrong about that? Like, we're, you're giving the states rights back to the states. Yes. Yes. The overturning okay. of Roe v. Wade if, gives the rights back to the states. If you are having recreational sex, and therefore you're having a recreational preg pregnancy that you don't want, so you recreationally kill the baby, which is called abortion in this country, but you're, you're killing a baby for recreation. If that is what you decide to do, and you live in Mississippi, and they don't want you to have recreational abortion, so you have to pay a bunch of money and go to Colorado to do it, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because I'm here's the thing. Like I said, person that says that's all like right. Says, you know what? Like I said, six hundred thousand, six hundred fifty thousand uh, abortions in a year. If this decision cuts that down to five hundred thousand, it's a win. It's a win to mind. me if one woman changes her mind. And I, I, you know, I told my daughter. She said, "Dad, if uh, they get, eliminate child enforce, you know, child support enforcement." And then let, you know, uh, every state has an abortion, you know, can have easy, cheap abortions. Will you be happy then? And I said, well, I would still pay my child support. And I said, but can I ask you this? If they eliminate child support enforcement and make uh, abortions easy and, and, and cheap, uh, will you ever have an abortion? And she goes, no, of course not. And I think, you know. I can rest in that. If they make heroin illegal, uh, if they make heroin legal, I'm not going to use it. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because they make abortion legal doesn't mean I'm going to use it. But I do think that making it legal causes more people to do it. Um, but I, I think here's I think here's a here's a big issue that that, that I, I want to touch on is that yeah that that you know if my son if my son got his girlfriend pregnant I, you know I I feel like he would push for her not to get one but i don't know i, I mean I, I don't know and i feel like she would i, I don't know because i so her family is very liberal but you know they they also are, are christians and so i don't i don't know where they stand on it but here's my thing man is i personally feel from things i've seen people i've talked to on this issue and whatever whatever that women of lesser means are encouraged to have an abortion if they find themselves in a situation where, you know, they, you know, they, they, they got pregnant recreationally and, and something, yada, yada, yada. They are encouraged by pop culture 
to terminate that pregnancy because they can't handle it, yada, yada, whatever, whatever. And I just, I, I want to I stop that. That's what I want to stop. I don't want to take away a woman's rights to choose what to do with her body and medical autonomy and all this kind of stuff. What I want to stop is pop culture making it basically pressuring, for lack of a better word, young women who find themselves in a position where they're pregnant and they don't have means to take care of it or whatever, whatever, feeling pressured to go ahead and just have the abortion as opposed to trying to find an adoptive family, trying to maybe get help from, from the state or maybe get help from, from their, you know, their family or whatever, whatever. And then here's the other thing is why is abortion the thing that's pushed as opposed to abstinence? Like why is it that, abortion and i'm not one to talk man i had three kids out of wedlock let, let my three different women let me uh, let me give you some background on josh like i'm not i'm no saint here and i'm not sitting here saying that people shouldn't have sex before marriage and blah 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 like i'm not one to harp on people for that i can't i, I i'd be completely hypocritical if i did but what i'm saying is is society as a whole has gone to this sexual immorality where it is more acceptable for someone to say oh, I'm going to have an abortion for this pregnancy, it's more socially acceptable for someone to say that than it is socially acceptable for somebody to say, I'm waiting to have sex until I'm married. Do you know how people are treated when they utter the words, I'm waiting to have sex until I'm married? They're made into pariahs, man. They're, they're teased and they're like made into like prudes and all this kind of stuff. And like, like I, don't, I don't understand why... One is, is, is held up as a hero and uh, somebody who is so strong and, and, and whatever, and the other one is treated like, like they have two heads. It doesn't make any sense to me. Sorry, I'm a little tired right there. but I, it's, No. Like, no. I don't get it. And this brings it, you know, I, you know, we're wrapping up. We could run through an hour so fast. I want to do this again with you soon. I think this coverage of Roe vs. Wade was very, very informative and educational and awesome. I have 10 minutes left before you got to go back to work. I got to go into this bank and make a few decisions. But this is what I want to say. This is what I want to do. This is a segment I want to do. The liberals on your Facebook, don't delete them and don't fight them so they delete you so we can do this segment, okay? I'm going to read right. what liberals are posting on their social media, and, and I want us to talk about Ooh. it. Right now? Okay. Right now, I'm going to do it for I want to do it on every show we do, but I want to do it right now. It's a segment where we go through. I'm going to to my social media right now. Hold on. All right. Go for it. Okay. You go to yours, and I'm going to read this one. So try to do two things. Can you multitask? Go to your social media to read what liberals are posting while I read one that I picked out right this second and we talk about it? Yeah, I got one right I got one right here. Maybe the same one you got there. So go ahead. Let me go first, okay? All right. Go for it. This is a liberal post. It says, now is the time for all women to just never have sex with a man ever again. And then one of the comments says, we need a movement. Zero te- sex until they come to their senses. What's your commentary? <laughs> <laughs> My commentary is, 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 it is, 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 is funny to me. Um, how they come how they come full circle on things. It's 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 just really it's silly to me. It's it's like the same thing where like there are there are colleges right now that have like segregated dorms and stuff. It's like they move themselves so far to the left that they just come back around to this like weird <laughs> they place. Eat their own they, they I, 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 <laughs> liberals eat their own tail. Like I mean, like Oh, you know, six months ago, some liberal in in D.C. could not tell you what a woman is. But now she's pretty sure what a woman is. And it's so funny, man, because, like, and and for those those listening, you know, that don't understand why we're laughing, you should. But, like, Christians have pushed for decades that the best thing to prevent having to worry about pregnancy and stuff 
is abstinence. And now Here's the liberals are saying. You know what? Planned Parenthood, I would get behind if tax, if the tax funders supported this kind of planned parenthood would be abstinence. If you yeah. want to plan your parenthood, wait to have sex. Like, like this is, I, I, when I read this, I said, you know what, man, this is, what are they, do they, how about when you, she said, the, one of the commentators said, uh, until they come to their senses. Well, how about this? Until he gets a good education, a career, can perform, you know, can provide health care and a home for you, and then commits wholly to you in front of all of his peers. How about you just don't have sex with him until he does those things? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, so that's, did you find one? Oh no, you used the one I was gonna use, so you got to give me a second. I knew, I knew I was gonna have it because we're because we're running out of liberals, bro. We're, I mean, <laughs> we're running out of liberal friends because we argue with all of them. We gotta stop. So, oh, so man. we'll go to the one. We'll go to the one where. Um, so somebody posted this on as a comment on one of your pages, on one of your uh, posts, the one that I was going back and forth with that guy on. And um, it's a little long, so, so let me get through it. It says, I don't have a platform, so I can't reach people like you can, but please share this. I work in, and it has it blanked out, but it says, on a small NICU and dash IND floor, our trigger laws went into effect immediately after the decision, Roe v. Wade. Overturn. Um, of course, we had a, we had a woman with an ectopic walk with an ectopic, and I, I'm not sure what that is. I, I, it's some kind of um, it's, it's some kind of complication with pregnancy. I'm no doctor, so I'm not going to pretend. I can go look it up real quick, but we don't have that kind of time. Um, an ectopic walk in at 11:30 p.m. last night. We had to basically sit on on her until the doctor could speak with a lawyer. Her her ectopic ruptured. She then did not get her procedure done for another nine hours because the doc was working with the lawyer for so long trying to work around the laws and not lose his license. By the time she had her, her procedure, she had over 600 cc's of blood in her abdomen. She almost died. I am so scared of how often we as nurses are going to see things like this now and not be able to do a dang thing about it. We were all livid at we all live at Huddle tonight. Several of my coworkers were in tears. And then a tag at the bottom, it says, women are going to die. It has already started. And all I have to say is bull crap. That yeah. is a, that, that they, is a lie. Somebody, a lie. Post, somebody posted this as a complete lie. Because I have gone through every state, every red state, and look at their, their trigger laws, which are, for people who don't know, those are the laws that were written and then put, a, put on them a trigger for if Roe v. Wade got overturned, they would automatically trigger and go into effect. I've read all the trigger laws. I've read the, the current laws that are in red states. Every <laughs> single one of them has a caveat for a, woman's, uh, for a woman's health. If a woman's health is in danger, then an abortion is not illegal. If you abort a child because the woman was going to die, if not, then there is no, there is no illegality in it. So this is a yeah. lie. And the fact that they are blatantly lying just shows you yeah. how far our society will go to have sex without consequences. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's ridiculous. But this is scaring women. This is scaring women. Like, there are women out there right now, I guarantee you, who read something like this and is having anxiety issues, panic attacks, whatever, whatever, because of this. Because of, I mean, that's our society now, right? I mean, we have so many people have so much to be and have anxiety about that the smallest little thing put them into a panic attack. Whatever. That's, it is what it is. But that's where we're at right now is blatant blatantly lying to scare people into what? Yep. Because here's the thing. Yep. They're, they're doing, um, you know, they're protesting right now. Things are getting, things are getting a little crazy out there with protests. So yeah. as a woman or as a man who's married to a woman, if you read something like that, and let's say you're, you're, you're on the middle, you're in the middle of the spectrum, the, the political spectrum. You're not really 
you're not conservative. I mean, you think that the states should have the rights over the federal government, but on something like, you know, this, I mean, you're not, you know, pro-choice, you know, you are, whatever. But you have a wife who's extremely pro-choice, and let's say you hear something like this, and it scares your wife, and you see your wife get physically scared that this could be a, a thing for, for her or for her sister or something like that, and then you hear of this local protest that's going on. What kind of, and you, yeah. I'm going to go to this protest. What kind of mindset do you go to that protest having? One of fear. Yeah. And what does fear lead to? Fear leads to anger. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, you, you're going to these protests extremely angry over something that is a lie. You're being lied yeah, to. Right, right. And I, I just, I feel like we're, we're going down a dangerous path and the media pushes these lies. And those who don't know any better just buy them. And, and rrr, yeah, and it's like, dude, this is, uh, we're going to, people are going to, you know, this thing says women are going to die. People are going to die over this. And yeah. not because. Well, now all of a sudden, government insurrection is okay now. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Standing out in front of, protesting out in front of a, out in front of a, Supreme Court justices out is okay now. Yeah. 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 When I, if it uh, let's, let's okay let, let, let's flip the script real quick. If Donald Trump was on trial right now for say his his quote unquote his role in the January sixth quote unquote insurrection. If he was on trial right now and the judge on that trial had a group of people, out, a group of right-wing protesters outside of his house protesting, every single one of them would get locked up and tried for, for tantamount to jury tampering. I mean, it's not. Exact word, but but basically, you know, judicial intimidation is what it is. Yeah. And yeah. But they do it on the other side, and there's not a peep. I mean, I mean, people said they tried to make a law. They they passed some law to give, you know, extra security to Supreme Court justices. That's everyone out there should be arrested. When when they talk about the right to protest, you have the right to protest in the public square. Correct. You do not have the right to protest in front of someone's house. That's private property. That is private or private residence. You do not have the right to protest there. You just don't. You have the right to protest in public, in, in, a, in a public square, in a public setting, out, you know, whatever, whatever. You, don't, you really don't have the right to protest, like, at a business. And, like, you, you definitely don't have the right to go into a business and protest. Because it's a private, it's, it's private. It's like the 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 laws that that are in place for like freedom of speech and 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 freedom of protest and all that kind of stuff. Those are against the government. Like you have the right to protest against the government where the government is. You have a right to freedom of speech against the government where the, you don't have a right. We'll say this: you don't have a right to free speech at your employer. I know. At your I place agree of with that. work, or you as do a not have, Yeah. Yeah. You you do not have the right to free speech at at your at your place of business. That right is not covered nope. under the Constitution. I mean, you, you can say what you want right and not get arrested, but you can get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You. Yeah. They can't arrest you for it. They can't arrest you in your place of business for saying something that your employer didn't like. They can fire you, though, because they don't they the same right to, yeah, doesn't have that. So, but when it comes to private residences, as far as protesting goes, you don't have that right. So if you go in and you protest and you, and you break something, you, you, you get arrested. That's just the way it is. And so yeah. to, to be standing out in front of someone's house who's a judge, now, now let's this, this this adds an interesting dynamic into it because it's a judge, and you are not allowed to intimidate 
juries, judges, anybody who anybody who can change the outcome of a of a uh, of a of a trial or something like that, you you you're not allowed to to influence them like that. You're not allowed to influence them through through um through intimidation. Like you you're not allowed to do that. So yeah. that's what that is. And so it just it's it's amazing to me what the left can get away with and nobody freaking cares. Because yeah. Because the because the media is on their side, and that that I mean that kind of brings it to what every all this is about is that the media is on the side of the left, so they can fan the flames of anything they want. Correct. That's why racial right. division is so high in this country. It, it, the racial division is so high in this country because the media fans those flames. So yeah, it is what it is. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna post this today. Uh, again, that's more landscapes all over Smyrna. If you need any kind of landscaping needs, your grass mode, what else you do? You clean out gutters? I mean, I, you know, if I can walk on your roof, I'll clean your gutters. If I can, uh, I'll do your bushes, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I and I have some guys that, that work with me that can do you know, hardscapes and stuff like that. But, you know, that's not my, not my bread and butter. But, but anyway. Well, 404. Four 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 two zero two nine. Thank you for joining Antioch Speaks on that uh, wonderful adventure, and I hope you did enjoy it. Uh, visit us again uh, wherever you get your favorite podcasts and antiochspeaks.com. Send us an email. Get involved. You can be interviewed. You can uh, write a blog. There's a number of different things. We need your help. Thank you so much.